Hi guys, welcome back to Ballers Mums. This is part two because we just weren't finishing talking in the last one. So we've got another hour for you. Get ready. You ready, Ned? We're ready. Stay tuned. Yeah, let's follow on. to ref certain games right and I have to be honest you have to cut them some slack you know because when I ref the games <laughs> I didn't want to give fouls for my team or my son I didn't want to because if I was being too nice, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but then the parents from my team are getting at me so it's grassroots calling me an idiot for not for not giving the free kick for my own son <laughs> or my own team but when I gave the free kick for the other team, I got the other parents slack. getting at me saying oh, I'm being biased no, no, because no. I'm the coach of my team. <laughs> right? I'm getting called an idiot. Where's your glasses? <laughs> this and that. Your bias. I've, I've got it all. Yeah? I've had parents come up to me telling me, I've, on, on two occasions, the, 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 coach from, the coach from the other team has come up to me, yeah? And asked me, yeah, to take off certain players to make it easier for their team to win the game. Is it? I've had parents come up to me and say to me, what are you doing, ref? In my face, yeah, mm. after the game. Mm. One, I, I had one coach come up to me because we were winning 5-0, yeah. And to be fair, Trey had, had, had a great game. He scored all five goals. The coach come up to me just within the game. He was like, mate. I remember that. Take him off. We he, goes to me, take him off. he goes to me, your boy plays the walls, doesn't he? He goes, oh, mate, that's not fair. <laughs> goes, mate. He goes, can't you, just, can't you just bring him off the pitch? Like, just give us a chance. Yeah. yeah. And I remember the Wolves, the Wolves guy was, the, the same Wolves coach was actually at the game. Right? He was at the game. He was at the game. Yeah. And I remember the parents watched my reaction because I was like, yeah, sure, I'll just bring him off. Yeah. Yeah, I don't care because it doesn't matter. We, we're winning the game. I bring off... The last two minutes, so I brought him off. Mm. The parents of the Your kids team. on my own team are getting annoyed with me for bringing him off. Like, what are you doing that for? But I thought, nah, it's all right. It's like, I took it as a compliment. Yeah, a compliment that you know what I mean. My boy was doing well. I didn't. I wasn't annoyed with it, but they were getting annoyed with me. Yeah. So my point. I can is, understand why they get annoyed. So my, my point <laughs> is, when you're the ref, yeah, you're gonna get it regardless. Yeah, you're you're gonna get it. Doesn't matter what you do. If you blow that whistle, someone's gonna be annoyed with you for blowing that whistle. Mm. Right, so when I watch the games now, when I watch the games now, yeah, <laughs> when I watch the games now, I I cut the the refs from slack. Mm. I don't get too annoyed because I know whatever he chooses to do, someone's gonna get annoyed with him. I know we've veered off from what we're talking about. Mm. No, but it's good. It's, it's good. Yeah, it's it's good, good. But because I'm, I'm, I'm good ve- learning for us as mums, isn't it? Yeah, yeah exactly. But I, 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 I'll still get vexed with them. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes they won't see what. Because when you're in the balcony, you see things that they can't see. I've heard sometimes. you get vexed at refs, especially at uh, St George's Park. At St George's. Oh, he was. A, yeah, that's what. Yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah I, I, I got a ref. Because I, I got. I got annoyed in that instance because he was telling the kids that you can't slide tackle, and you're going against the rules of football. He was almost trying to coach them, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah, As they yeah. were playing. Yeah, that, that that's yeah. he's overset the mark now. You can't tell a kid that you can't slide in football. This isn't you're not you're not in a concrete playground at school. Mm. Where you can't slide tackle. You're this is football now. Mm. You are allowed to go down and slide. Mm. Not from behind, but from the side or from the front. Mm-hmm. He was telling kids not to be too pushy. Because he'd stop the game, didn't he? Stop the game and times. he was telling them what to do. Yeah. Now if you're gonna overset the mark, yeah, I'm gonna tell you. <laughs> and I told him. <laughs> I won't say what I said. I just told him. <laughs> I told him that day because there was playing a good, really good. There was playing a really good team, and I, I, you know, you know, we wanted a result. It was a big game. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he overstepped the mark, telling kids not to slide. So you're teaching kids not to tackle properly. And actually, the children will listen to him rather than the coach. Then you see. And then who can they? Do you see. Speak. You know, you they're see? they're gonna be listening to him see? when the coach is going slide. Do that. Do, do that. See? It's contradicting. And then yeah. when I'm telling him to slide, telling him to slide though. No, I know that, but the ref was, he was literally trying to coach he them. He was coaching them, yeah. And as a child, the frighteners might come on and you'd be like, mm. okay, so yes, sir. Yeah, because the kids kind of listen more to the ref than they do. Yeah, because they, 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 they don't want the whistle to get blown against them, right? Yeah. And, 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 and they were playing a good team and I, and I can't have them not sliding against certain players because 
Do you know what I mean? You yeah. gotta let them know. Because yeah. I, I'll yeah, listen. Gotta... On a side note, I will tell my boy when you're playing against certain kids that are techie, Skill him go on. go hard. Skill. If he's got the ball, don't let him run past you. Mm. Go hard on a tackle to let him know. Chase it, get the ball. Yeah. You're in moves now, innit? <laughs> yeah. Like, but you ha- yeah. A lot of dads will, will understand. They will tell him, don't be soft. Why are you these- saying dads? No, because Mom's they do panicking. say that. No, but it's not often you hear a lot of mums say, go hard and take him out. I say it. I'll just say be strong. That's my version of it. Be strong. When I'm watching the game, I'm like, take him out. I've, 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 I've pulled you near to, to, to the side before. And I've said, you see that number four? That's <laughs> <laughs> you. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I'll, I'll tell him like, you need to go hard. Because coach will appreciate a hard player. Mm. A kid who's not afraid to go in on a tackle. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You've got to let and him We know. got told that about Junior, um, about his strength. He's got yeah, to learn yeah. to use his strength yeah, more. use his strength, man. Because... That was like you say, it, it helps the game, and yeah, coaches yeah. like to see that yeah. that struggle sort of thing because mm. they know they're determined and they want to keep on, mm. keep on going. And also, we know because I played football. When a when a man goes hard on you a couple of times, you pipe down. You're not gonna do too much tricks and skills. You you'll just pass the you ball. You work them out, innit? You you, you'll just pass them because you don't want to get clattered. Mm. So what I'm saying is, when the boy goes hard, mm. yeah, the other team pipe down. Mm. I've watched kids move out of fear now. Oh, yeah, but sometimes that doesn't work though as well. Because, say, the defender is too concentrated in going hard, that the striker has sussed him out as well. Yeah, that can, yeah, can work so against him, So he yeah. could use his tactics against that. Yeah, it could do. If he's if he's clever. Yeah. yeah if he, But yeah. at this age, yeah, yeah, I know it's a lot of them, they're, yeah, yeah, they're yeah. a little bit naive. Yeah, they wouldn't understand that. Yeah, when they get yeah. older, you have to be more wise yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, he'll, yeah. If you do it two, two times, you'll be like, okay, now play two touch. I need to do something else. Yeah, he'll play two touch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe I should just go around him yeah, instead. Yeah, 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 yeah. Certain stuff like that. Yeah, but I just think to be to be hard, man. Be hard. Smile and look pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> ah, okay. So yeah, here we are now, and um, yeah, I appreciate where we are in, in the journey, and I, you know, and so so how do you see from Trayvon's journey started? What improvements have you seen, and you know, how did you feel actually? Then again, you kind of like I can't. Can I ask you how you felt when he first got into an academy? Like, did you feel proud or was you not really? Because you kind of no, I did, did I it did. for yourself. So No, I yeah, didn't. I, I didn't because he got recommended to Coventry. I didn't get him into Coventry. Oh, yeah. yeah the yeah. only reason why I shot the videos out was because of Coventry. It's because of Coventry. Oh. I had no idea they even had football for six-year-olds. Oh. I didn't even know. I thought it was like seven, eight-year-olds that they started recruiting. Oh. So when he got into Coventry, I was like, oh, wow, like, I can do this. So all the clips I had of, of of the videos, yeah, I got it together and went on LinkedIn after Coventry brought him in. Mm. Do you see? So how did you feel when? No, he... I felt good. Like I was, I was really, I was really happy that there was an opportunity mm. for him to play at a, re, you know, at a better level. Because mm. I had it in my head, but when it, it happened before the time, I was like, wow, okay, this is great. Like, and I thought that Coventry was like, wow, Coventry City. Like I was like, yo, yo. for me, my whole yo, this, that's that'll do me. I was happy with yeah, that. Yeah. I was happy with that. Mm. Coventry. Like, Coventry. I was like, yeah. I was happy with that. I wasn't thinking any any further than that. Okay. To be honest. I was even nervous at the thought of him going to Coventry. I was thinking, oh my gosh, like, there's going to be some good kids there, man. Like, they're going to be all, like, skilly and techie. I was like, wow. Mm. Yeah, I did. I, 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 was, I, was, I, was, I was anxious. Mm. You know what I mean? See, when you probably have it over me a little bit is the grassroots. Again, because Junior's never played for a grassroots team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the whole reason behind that is he was he's already at an academy. Yeah, yeah, So why does he need to play for a grassroots yeah, team? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Although, grassroots is good for fun. Yeah. But again, he's, he's five years old. He's at Wolves Academy. Yeah. He's training uh, twice a week, sometimes three, and playing a Saturday. Yeah. The main thing for me, I didn't want to overwork him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand that. So that's why I say there's no point in him playing for a grassroots team. Do you know what? To add to that, because we played a whole season of grassroots, I was the coach. And after a season, Trayvon turned around and said to me, Dad, I don't want to play grassroots anymore. Mm. I think the main reason, though, wasn't because of the idea that it was grassroots. It's because the team that he was playing for, they were... Yeah. It was was too easy. It was too too much work. Yeah, yeah. I think if he was playing for maybe one of the teams in Birmingham where it all Wolves and Villa players and he knows them all, he'd be playing for him right now. Yeah. But the team that he's playing for, it was a bit too much work and I think he got a bit too much stress. Yeah. He's trying to play striker midfield and defence and do all... Do you know do what I mean? All one by Again, I don't want to sound big-headed with Junior. 
I know if I put brought him to a grassroots team, I know he's going to be banging him about 15 goals. Yeah. What's, yeah. As a footballer, what's that doing Yeah, but the reality is most kids right now who are at, who he plays with at Wolves. Yeah. Are in yeah, grassroots. They are at grassroots and I hear week in, week out, yeah, he banged in 10 goals, he banged exactly, in 12 what, goals. What, what, what if they're playing in a league, that's their own age. Yeah. If they're playing a year up, it might not be so prolific. Yeah, but yeah. if it's for that own age, pretty much every kid that's there now is, is banging in goals. If you're a centre back, you're banging in goals. Yeah. Because the, the level, it's, the, it's a different exactly, level. Exactly. So it's a different level, yeah. He's not learning nothing at all. Yeah. Unless he's playing for a team that's so playing a year yeah. up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but even a year up, these are academy boys. Yeah. So even though they're playing in Europe, they should still be more advanced than them. Yeah, yeah. Because they do more advanced training. Yeah. Well, they play it's grassroots a year up at Wolves on a Wednesday. Yeah. They're yeah, all grassroots. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but, think, but I think, don't think... Let's look at another... They win most of the games on a Wednesday. There's only a couple of teams that come down and give us a good game in them. Yeah, the grassroots true. team, I don't think they've really played anyone their age. It's always... No, been, they haven't. Only, no, they have once. Last Hampton Reds. They played Hampton Reds last season. It's oh, always okay. been above. Abo- Usually it's above a year older, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Usually it's a year older. Mm. But you want that challenge, innit? That's, yeah, yeah. You want them to have a hard challenge. Mm. And even when they play a year up, you can see that a lot of times they're still comfortable. Mm. There's been a couple of teams that come down that have beat them well, and we like it when they get beat because it teaches them to play better football. Mm-hmm. Be quicker on the first touch, has got to be good, you know what I mean? Mm. But it's not often you get even get an under nines team mm. that come and hammer them. So, so how do you yeah, feel? Your son's playing Spurs. Yeah, it's a, it's a tricky one, you know. <laughs> I'm, I'll just be happy that he's having the experience, if I'll be honest with you. I'm not too worried about how the result or anything, because I know he's going to be anxious that he's playing Tottenham. Mm. Like, I'm putting myself in his shoes. He probably won't even be that like, focused on the game, to be honest with you. He's probably thinking, oh, there's that big Tottenham logo up there. They're wearing, yeah, the, yeah, they're wearing yeah, the kit. Yeah, yeah, they're wearing yeah. the kit and the tracksuit. Yeah. I wish I had that. I know he probably won't even be fully yeah, focused on the game. Yet, if I'll be honest, because he's only young, I don't expect him to be fully focused on the game. If he was at Wolves, be more focused. Mm. But they're wearing my kit. Because mm. he's still young and he's naive. He's thinking, course, they're wearing yeah, my kit. Yeah, yeah. Like how it would be if Junior was to yeah, play Villa. Like, yeah. mm. He'd be like, that could be me. Like, yeah. Sort of thing. Yeah. And yeah. I think even... Well, I've told you, you know, if you ever played Villa and you scored, you've got to celebrate hard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you've got to that. So I, I understand the emotion of it. Because he's young, I will allow him. Do you know what I mean? To flop. Not to flop. Cause I'm not going to say flop him, but I'm going to allow him... You know, Bit just when he gets there, he's not going to be so focused on the game. It's yeah. going to be the experience. It's going to be. It's, it's, it's more about the experience, experience of. Experience. And when he plays Spurs again, mm-hmm. he'll be more focused because he's he's done it now. He's been there. Been there, done that. Okay. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like the first season of playing against these teams, it's just you. I understand. And it's our first proper away game. First proper. Sen- well, it's our first yeah. proper first away game. game. First proper away game. game. Yeah, first yeah, proper yeah. away game. Yeah. So that excitement, like I know, Junior is going to be absolutely yeah. buzzing. He's going to be. Yeah. So excited, but that can also go on the flip side of Junior, and he can mess up a bit because he's yeah. that excited and yeah. he don't know how to contain it. Like I'm yeah. we're away, yeah. we're at, especially Tottenham, yeah. you know, such a big club. Yeah, yeah. That that might put the frighteners on Junior, just like when they first played Arsenal. Remember yeah. that? I game? remember that. I remember, and they didn't they play properly. Scared? First game, none of them played properly, like, <laughs> and it was that vibe of always oh, Arsenal. Yeah, it's Arsenal. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the next time they played them, they beat them. They hammered them. They're not playing whoever. They're playing Arsenal. Yeah. Because I do yeah. get Junior come back after say we will say the easier games where the fixtures are a bit e- like easier. Junior goes, what was the point in that, Mom? There's no challenge. Yeah. Where when he walked in on Saturday and he saw like the team and he could see how they were warming up and things. I know in Junior's head he's thinking, right, we've got to do something here. Yeah. Mm. It's not going to be easy. Like. They like the challenge. They like the challenge, which which is nice, and it and it teaches them that sometimes you are going to lose, and and you know their emotions are going to be different when they lose and things, but it's all a learning curve. Mm. Yes, I'm. Stuff like that does happen. Always explain. Southampton just draw to Man City. Do you know what I mean? You'd, everyone would have thought Man City would have won that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you know what I mean? Yeah. You're, you're never always on the day. Win. Exactly. Yeah, you don't know what's going to happen yeah. on the day. He's pot luck. And Listen, the other day we played. they played Cambridge United, right? And I'll say this. Last season at Billbrook, yeah, they played Cambridge United and they beat them 20... 27? 20, 20, 20... It was 20 It was mid-20s. Oh, so sorry. It was like 25-2 or something, right? Play- I went to that game. You remember that yeah, game, yeah? I went to that they game. They played them again and they hammered them again that same season. They played them again this season. They just beat them 3-2. 
It was the yeah. closest, one of the closest games I this season. I remember saying to you, Neil, you got Cambridge, you went, oh, here we go. Do you see what I mean? 50-0. Yeah, and no. <laughs> Cambridge gave them a good game, right? A solid game. Yeah. You would never have thought it was the same Cambridge team because yeah. it wasn't. It was different players. Yeah. And they obviously upped their game. Like, my point is, like you says, you never know what's going to happen on the day. Do you know what I mean? We, we thought they're going to play Arsenal again this season. It's going to be like, tight. Oh, no. It's going to be a tight game. It could go either way. Yeah. And they and they, and they slaughtered him. And I have yeah. to say that as a Spurs fan, they slaughtered. <laughs> it was even, they even slaughtered dad, Arsenal. You, even your dad went, what the beat Arsenal? He yeah. didn't comfortably as well. Nine one and seven two or something yeah, like that. Something really. Yeah, yeah really like easy, it was. Really and they had good easy. players as well. They, they had some good players on their yeah. team. But I, just, I don't know what. It, like I said, once you played them the first time, you get that. The next experience, you you're more up for it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So we allow them for the first experience and the next experience. No, I expect proper football now. I mean, yeah, you give them the experience. Yeah, you had the experience now. Because I think we've still got some... We've got the Wolves Cup coming up Not and we've got Man U. Um, are we playing Man U? Oh, we okay. are playing Man U. We've got Man U. Are we going away for that or are they coming in? No, oh, it's, 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 it's at Compton. In oh, the, um, I wanted to go there. I was going to say, in, in, the, in the holidays, coming up in the holidays. Um, I can't think who else. I feel like Liverpool, you know. We've got I mean, Liverpool, we've got Man City. So we've got the good fixtures, so mm. it's going to be an exciting... Yeah. And also, it's so nice that they get to play all these different boys around the country because they start to build a friendship with them as well. Yeah. Even though they're not, you know, they're not chatting for the time they're playing the football. When you see them sitting on the sideline as yeah. well and they're mm. kicking the ball about, mm. they will interact with them. Mm. So that's that's just the baller community yeah. on a huge... Over the country. So can I ask, and this is for the two of you, are there any like boys on Instagram or YouTube that you 100%. that are really good that you yep. kind of use yep. to? Hundred percent. Let me finish my question. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know me, yeah. but <laughs> that you use to train or improve your child. Uh, I'd say on YouTube, yeah, but he's not a boy. Oh, as a man. Yeah, yeah. Okay, who's uh, that? To be fair, I actually don't know his name. Okay, that's you cool. Uh, Who's camp we went to? No, 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 no. Uh, during lockdown, it was just a certain guy. Uh, I was just searching up videos, and like a certain person had loads of videos. Right. Mm. So I was watching his videos mm. and trying to do it with Junior. Okay, yeah. But other yeah, than yeah. that, I don't really watch YouTube videos or. Yeah. Junior finds them through himself, yeah, yeah, and then he'll yeah, come yeah. to us and say, Look at this, watch this. I'm but gonna Junior try doesn't it. really tell us. So, yeah. So you just like watch it and do yeah, it for yeah. himself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what about you then? Who are you? Yeah, because we, we've got specific people. Because we used to watch, we watch SV, dinner, dinner time's SV2 time, yeah, right? SV2. Yeah, Every dinner time is SV2 time. And through SV2, we started to watch JJ and Kaylin. Mm. These are the two JJ best ballers in the country. Yeah. Like, as far as I'm concerned for that age, they're the best in the country, right? Mm. The most technical kids. Can I just say one thing? There's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a YouTuber that plays for Wolves. Tash. Tash Baller, yeah. Junior seen him. Yeah. Junior used to watch his videos right, right. every single day. Yeah, yeah. Junior seen him, and he froze. Yeah, yeah. And literally, he did not. He did not. He did not know what to say so to him. Right, right, right. That to the point <laughs> is, one of the coaches told Tash, "Go up to him yeah. and, and say, all right, Junior.' All right, Junior. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dad, you knows my name. After this, I'll, I'll call Junior down, and I, I'll ask him." And I bet you say to me, but how did you know my name? He was stunned. So these public figures, as you might as well call them, and influencers and people they watch, make such a difference to their journey. You know what I'd say right now? The YouTubers have more impact than the pro footballers, the most pro footballers. If an average pro footballer came into the academy tomorrow, they wouldn't even know who he is. But these YouTubers are more like stars to them. They get more nervous. One time, Shane goes to me, Dad, is SV2 better than academy? like oh no 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 it's just for fun it's just for fun mm. but no I use that I use those kids as references and obviously the big players like Neymar Pogba and stuff watch their videos all the time mm. you know what I mean mm. but one thing I do say to Junior to give him encouragement is you're better than these players yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. yeah they've, so got, they've got to have that belief yeah yeah stop watching them and you focus yourself mm. yeah yeah I always say to him look if you watch someone yeah the goal is to do what they're doing but better yeah. It's not to yeah, yeah, it's not yeah. to do what they do. It's yeah. to, it's to be better than them. Mm. Always try and do reach higher. Because if you 
you know, if you aim to be like the greatest player and you get halfway there, you're still a top player. Yeah, yeah. You're still a top player in the country, you know what I mean? With these YouTubers, if you aim to be like the YouTubers, they're just YouTubers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Half of them don't even play football. Yeah, yeah. They just do it. They're good at it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they just do it to make the content. They're not the best players in in their age group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why even... uh, What's the... uh, What's the two guys? Billy... F two three yeah exactly yeah. so why why are they not footballers yeah they didn't make it because they were told they weren't good enough exactly they're technically good yeah yeah but there was something with well, their game that was missing they're not they're not good footballers right right pitch yeah right, team yeah oh, I don't understand what yeah, you're exactly yeah. Mm. So yeah, you know what yeah. I mean they can do all the skills in the world I say to Junior are you ever gonna do that in a match but on the flip side of it they've made an amazing career doing what they do yeah yeah of course of course you know I mean? yeah 100%. there's a flip side to it yeah you can be an influencer. You, you might not be a footballer, you can have a great career just having fun in the garden and yeah. got yeah, yeah, 700,000 followers, you know what I mean? Mm, yeah. You know, these Tash and these guys can have a great f- career yeah, yeah. from YouTube, you know what I mean? Do you know what your son's natural positions are? Not at this point, no. I wouldn't, I wouldn't put a position on them, to be honest with you. No? Nah, I, would, I, would, I would like to see Junior as a centre midfielder. Centre. I think that he's comfortable there. Mm. He's big, he's strong. He can go forward. He can also defend, mm. but then as he gets older, that could change. You never know, will it? Exactly. Mm. But at the moment, I think Nassi is his perfect position. Mm. Why don't you want a position? Because I, I, I always, well, on YouTube and whatever we do when we learn football, I always say, look at the Brazilians. Mm. A Brazilian can rotate and play anywhere on the pitch, mm. and he's comfortable. Yeah, mm. so the right back can play right mid. The right, the the, the centre back could play as a striker because they're all technically good players, right? Mm. So I always look at the Brazilians as a benchmark. Mm. Number one, they're happy to play anywhere. They don't complain when the, when the coach says go and play at the back. Mm. They'll or, just do it. They'll just do it. Yeah. So I, in my in his head, I haven't given him a set position. Just be happy, because they're gonna rotate at these ages, isn't it? Yeah, of course. They, so and I've, I've I've and I've heard and seen coaches complaining that kids moan when they're told to go play at the back. Yeah, because all they want to do is score. Because they all they want to do is score goals. Even the other week, I had a coach complaining that in grassroots, yeah, the kids are complaining they have to go play at the back because they want to score goals. Mm. But I tell Trayvon, be happy to play at the back Mm. and tackle players. Be happy to play at the back and just play a through ball to the to the to the striker. Mm. Do you see? So that's what I would say. Don't have a set position right now. Just enjoy the game and play everywhere. Mm. So when you're older, and the only spare slot is right back. But that means getting a pro contract, then go and play right back. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Because that happens. You something to say? Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying the other day on the on the balcony when I was saying the same thing. Yeah, yeah. There was a bit of disagreement where some of us said no and some of us were like. Because we've been. And I was like, of, but suppose yeah, yeah. that's what you're offered. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You, you should be able to play. So I watch a lot of football. I don't watch a lot of TV. I watch a lot of football podcasts and interviews. Mm. A bit like what we do, but, but, but a lot of pros do it on YouTube they have podcasts right Mm. and I'm always watching to find out how players made it in the game Mm. I'd say this the majority of players made it just by call it fortune call it blessing in other words they didn't make it because they were the most talented player Mm. they made it because certain players got injured and they needed some spare players from the 23s and at that particular time they were the only players available to fit in that position that happens a lot a lot other players who were better than them weren't right or weren't, right, weren't a right fit because they were position. so they didn't so they did they got sold off or got put on loan but because this oh. kid was versatile they played him in that position and he made it wow you see it's very important that you just be happy to play anywhere on the pitch you see okay. that's how I look at it don't complain about it in, uh, is it Germany as well German football their children play everywhere or is it, I know it's a Europe team. In Europe somewhere, they, they make their children Spain, train, Portugal. train everywhere. Yeah, more Mediterranean countries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. to say that, they do that anyway. Yeah. They do. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I don't think it was always like that. I think yeah, they've, yeah, they've yeah. adopted that over time. Yeah, yeah, of course. 20 years ago... Football's changed. Football's changed, yeah, football's yeah. Changed yeah. Like, years. 20 years ago, you couldn't be a skiddy player in England. They didn't want the kids doing bare skills. They'd say, stop all that nonsense and just pass the ball, hit it along. Mm. Whereas now... Yeah, I've heard that. They're telling kids... Show, your, show us your skills. Because it's the individual. It's the individuals now. They've learned yeah, over time that yeah. all these foreign players coming over yeah, yeah. are technically great. Mm. And the English players get shown up 
Mm, yeah, they do. You see, that's why I didn't like football because it was just boring watching England play. Yeah, now the goalkeeper's yeah. got to be able to do. Because I said to you yesterday, <laughs> got, hold on a minute, because we were talking about that yesterday. What's we were that? saying that because I said um, they should put the goalkeeper yeah, to play. Was, and they were like, was, no, if he's was, a goalkeeper, he's just a goalkeeper. And I was like, no, he should be able to. Let me let me say this: Joe Hart was the best keeper in England for more than ten years. He was the number one keeper in the country. Pep Guardiola came over to England to manage Man City, mm. yeah? And he said to Joe Hart, all right, I understand you're the number one keeper in the country, but you're not good enough on your feet. Your technical skills on the ball, yeah, are poor. And you know what he did? What? He demoted him, right? How can you demote a... He brought another keeper in. He brought a Colombian keeper in. And but why would you do that when he's the best keeper? No, this is what I'm trying to say. He wasn't good enough. <laughs> Guardiola was coming from Barcelona and said, you're not good enough on your feet. This is what we're saying about... The English level was poor, that's my point I'm trying to make. English players thought they were good enough. Mm. You've got a foreign guy coming over and telling him, telling him you're not good enough. Oh. I'm going to bring in a, a, a kid from South America to show you up on your feet. Oh. Yeah? Joe Hart's career went downhill from there. He never recovered from that. Wow. See, because we were watching Match of the Day last night, the Everton Villa game, and Pickford was up by... Playing with the players, and I went, Is he allowed yeah, to do he that? Just, he just went up I said, Is he that's to Pharrell. Do that? When Pharrell was, was like, in goal, he, he used to, to always want to go on the pitch and play on pitch as well. And obviously, and I sometimes the can. coach didn't like it, he was just like, Get back in goal. So, no, it's like, a different colour, top chain, you know, he didn't look right. And I said to Jason, I said, Are you sure he's allowed to do that? And he yeah. went, They can't come out, they can come out, they can't I was like, Wow, so. So it you is. still need to be technical on your feet then if you're going to yeah. come no, out. You, you do yeah. now, but it yeah. wasn't a requirement 20 years ago. See, just like even 10 years ago, the goalkeeper, get the ball, boot it up. Hit it long, yeah. Nowadays, the goalkeeper puts it down. On his feet. And passes it. Short. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, game is, the game's changing. Goal kicks, goal kicks. Yeah, yeah. Find a, the find a player close to him or a player comes to And play it short, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But before, they used to... Hit it long, innit? Yeah. And, and to be honest, that's, you know, Trayvon... Not Trayvon. Pharrell had that problem. Because they, they always wanted him to kick it long. And he struggled to kick it long. No, but he should be still be able to do that regardless. Well, yeah. It's a requirement. You can't, if you're struggling to kick it long, you're not going to make it as a keeper. They're going to see it as a massive weakness. Because there are times when... If the, say, for example, it's a goal kick. Mm. And there's no one short. Or you're playing for a team who play it long. You've got to play it long. Okay. You've got to have both in your game. And English keepers generally just hit it long. Mm. Defen- Basically, the term is now play it from the back. Yeah, play it from the back. Yeah. yeah. When so the, the goalkeeper starts... Mm. Then he passes it to a defender, yeah, yeah, and then advance with the pitch. Where yeah. before it's used to, yeah, kick it to the yeah. Yeah. I remember that from watching yeah, football, yeah. you know, I it do has actually. Changed. So, yeah. you watch the kids play now, they will always play it from the back, right? Mm. Back in the day, at kids' level, they were just told to just get it and just hit it, hit it long because I haven't watched like that much, you know. In, they don't, in they don't do it, do they? They always play it short, don't they? I haven't really watched like adults, but that's because of the foreign influence in the game. All the foreigners are coming and they're, they're technically way better than English players. Mm. And now you've got English kids in academies now that are technically great. Mm. Yeah? But that's because they've been allowed to be great now. Mm. The, the coaches want them to show skill. Mm. Yeah. That's the other day. So the goalkeeper should be advanced as any other player on the pitch. Any other player on the pitch. Yeah. yeah. They've got videos on YouTube of goalkeepers doing flicks and tricks like Neymar mm. now. German keepers doing flicks and tricks. Mm. You see, that's a requirement. Like you need to be able to be comfortable on the ball. Okay. If you come out, if you come out of your area and and you can't pick up the ball, can you can you skill a player? That's true. Yeah, yeah. I suppose because yeah. you could you let your team down. You yeah. should be able to. Yeah. Skill a player. Yeah. That's true. You so, know. Wow. So technicality is now a requirement now. Mm. Be technically good on the ball. And obviously, we say the English say footballers and people in. English, you know, in the England country, they always still want to be better than the foreign. So they've got to train up their players mm. to be better than yeah, the foreign. Yeah, got, yeah. You know, there's always going to be that controversy, you know, controversial yeah. thing yeah. where England's got to be the best, you know, our players, home-born, created players, have got to be better than the ones coming from overseas. And I would say now, this generation coming up, the teenagers now are mm. technically as good as anyone in the world. They are. Which is why England won the World Cup. I think Cup. they've always been, but they, they don't always. No, but they, they weren't allowed to be technical. I, I, I'm kid, I kid you not. My generation growing up, right, mm. they were not allowed to flaunt their skills in a match. Mm. So you wouldn't have seen it in the game. It's called mm. showing off. Yeah, they were called showing off, showing and it, off. showboating. Mm. But now they're encouraged to do it in games. Mm. Do a step over, drop your shoulder, mm. do skills in a game. Like the Spanish kids and the Portuguese kids and the Brazilian kids. Mm. You see, it's changing now. Mm. Uh, the other day... To a certain degree, anyway. Go on then. To a certain degree. One of Junior... One thing that gets me angry with Junior... 
He tries to do it on purpose. Okay. He'll get the ball. Mm. He'll wait for someone to come, mm. and then he'll try something. Right. But in that time, he could have done something. He could have, yeah. yeah. So we stop the play. Right. Wait. Razzle we'll see. dazzle. Ne- next time, next time you watch him on Saturday or training, mm. you'll see him do it. Okay. Do you know what? It's fair point. You gotta know when to do it. Exactly. When do you do? When do? You, when do you showboat? When you just play a pass. Mm. The other day, a coach. A coach told a little man to do a rainbow flick in a game, innit? Now, I've always told him, don't ever do a rainbow flick in a game. <laughs> but he was telling him to do that to get him to be comfortable like Neymar. Just be free to do whatever you want to do. Mm. 20 years ago, do you think an English coach would ever tell a kid to do a rainbow flick in a game? There's no way. Do you know what a rainbow flick is, Ned? I think so. <laughs> I think so. I don't know if I do. Is it but the flick I, behind? Yeah. Flick behind, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. But I appreciate him saying that because he's teaching to be more, just be, do what you want on the pitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially in these early years, don't like, I, I'd still rather him just get past a player still easy. Still let him have his individuality. Yeah. I'd still rather just get past a player, but... They can show both in play. Yeah. But as I said, not if you're stopping. Not if yeah. you're actually not doing slowing the game slowing down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Down. That is cool. Mm. But it just shows how the coaches now are completely different. Yeah. Telling the kid to do to showboat. It also shows how confident he is. Yeah. And character, I suppose, yeah. as well. So saying, the come individual on, come, player. Come to me, come to me. I'm yeah, gonna yeah. Do something yeah like exactly. I've seen boys like that and I think that's good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So there's there's but pros and cons to it. F- f- one out of three times it goes right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One out of mm. ten it goes right. <laughs> <laughs> With Mr. Russell Dazzle. Because yeah. I'll just hear the coach he's shouting at him, play! Football and he's trying to do, you know, head over kick and that, that one time it goes right, it looks good. It does. Yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. think, yeah, yeah. Mm. And but if you try it again, it's but not necessarily going to work that second time. Is there any um, advice you would give dads, new new dads that are coming into academies with their boys? Just let their boy play football. Don't try and get too involved in it. Mm. Again, shouting at if he's if he's doing something wrong. How I approach it is I watch it, Junior does something wrong. I remember everything that he does wrong. Mm. And then I pull him up after the game. You played well. Mm. You should have done this a little. Mm. You should have done it better. Mm. You should have done it this way. Mm. You shouldn't have done that. Mm. And just, yeah, just let them play and have fun. Mm. So you're not one to shout from the sidelines? No, definitely not, definitely not. As I says, I'd watch it, take it in, and then just, after the game, I, will, I probably won't do it straight away. Yeah. But I say you, you should have done this. Yeah. You could have done that. Yeah. Mm. What about you? Uh, at five? grassroots, I was vocal. Yeah, but it's, it's uh, different level. Yeah, it's different. It's yeah, different when I got to academy, I realised everyone's quiet. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, I tend to hold it in. Sometimes they look at me and I'll give them thumbs up or whatever, yeah. But I try he to looks at you a lot during a game. Yeah, but I've tried to tell him to look at me less now. Try and focus on the game more. Don't yeah, look at me. Yeah, 100%. Don't keep, keep looking at me. I've told him this. Don't keep looking at me. Just, you know what you're doing right and wrong. Mm. After the game, we'll talk about it. Don't keep looking at me because it's, it's distracting. Like, mm. Do you know what I mean? But we'll always talk after the game mm. and I'll always ask him yeah, how yeah, he think yeah, he played. 100%. First thing I always do, I say to him, how do you think you played? Mm. He'll always say to me, dad, dad, no, no. How do you think you played? Mm. Yeah? And then we'll go from there. Mm. And I'll give him my critique and say, yeah, he did that, he did this, he did that. But you could have done this better. What I tried to do, I tried, I tried to give Junior the negatives first, right, and then go through. End, on, end yeah. on a positive. Yeah. Mm, okay. What okay. advice would you give to new dads bringing their kids in or parents yeah. into academies? I would say, wherever you can, try to try to do your own little bits with him because it will really help his game. Mm. One thing I did learn, and again, it comes to shouting at the sidelines, mm. is in the hands of better coaches. Mm. I'm not. I'm not his coach. Mm. Again, I can guide him and advise him, mm. but I'm not his coach. Mm. Yeah. The coaches at, at Wolves are professionals. Mm. Mm. If they want to pull him up and tell him, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. And then Junior can learn from his own mistakes. Because yeah. he's the one that's playing. Yeah. I'm not the one that's playing. Yeah, yeah. What about like parents? So obviously, with your beginning situation where he never went to grassroots and he was scouted and you never even thought about that you just put videos up so what about when they're little and they're into football like one two and you can see that they're technical on a ball or because it happened for the two of you what would you say to a parent would you tell them would you encourage them to i would i would would encourage them to put me into a grassroots team 
Mm. But again, everyone's journey is not the same. It's all different. There's no Our right journey is different no right to, their, yeah, yeah. to their journey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even if before, I mean? even before that, like, did you, he was obviously playing football at home yeah, for yeah, you to do yeah, those yeah. videos. Yeah, uh, yeah. Again, do what you need to do. Do what you think's right. Mm. If, yeah. if as yeah, just don't try and force it. Yeah. That's yeah. the only advice I would ever. Yeah, do. you gotta see the love in it because I saw the love in with Trayvon. He had this love for it. Mm. Yeah, this love. For it. So I'm only riding off the love that he had, and I'm kind of, kind of like, you know, like when a plant needs to grow, it needs that stick to hold it up. Mm. I'm like the stick to hold it up. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah, yeah. mm. then yeah, kid, just you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, and if if you are a parent that has a kid with potential, wherever you can do bits of one on one with him, because it will help his game a lot. Because mm. only so much the coaches can do at, at any at any team, no mm. matter what team it is, grassroots academy, they're doing general training. Mm. Your, your, your son might need to learn to do something specific better, but they haven't gonna, they're not going to have time to, to look at your boy and just do stuff for your boy every week. Mm. You know what I mean? Wherever you can, just take him out for a little bit, do something with yeah, him, you know what I mean? Definitely. Plus, you'll, you'll have a better bond with him as well. Yeah. yeah. You know I, mean? I just want to touch on one thing that just I just thought of, mental health. How yeah. do you deal with your child's mental health in football? Like, if they have meltdowns, if they lose, or yeah. if they get angry, or... How do you how do you deal with that as a parent? It's, 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 it's a difficult one to be to be honest. Yeah. Uh, There's no clear answer. Yeah. All I would say to 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 the kid is this year. No, I wouldn't. Not all I would say, but I always try and normalize everything. Mm. So like where you might come back and say, "Ah, mm. oh, he done this." I'm like, yeah, but that's normal. Yeah. So I don't want you to think like, yeah. "Oh my gosh, it's a big thing." He's done it on purpose. Yeah, just like, to target yeah, me. like yeah. I've got to let him know yeah. now. Nah, boys banter. Like, mm. that's normal. When you're a man... Yeah, that what, what I say to Junior a lot, if Junior comes back, so-and-so has said I play rubbish, mm. I say, okay, so if you're a professional footballer and you've got 50,000 people shouting at you, do you know what I mean? <laughs> so, you, so you're doing the same, you're normalising, you're yeah, saying you're yeah, saying yeah, that's yeah. a normal thing. It's a normal exactly. thing, get, like, get over it. The coach will tell you that you're, that that you're, that you're yeah. trash. Your teammate might say, oh, you're rubbish today. Put it this way. When they get older, whatever they hear of their coach is going to be a lot worse. It's going to... You know what? Exactly. I've had this chat so many times. I said to him, I said to him, Trayvon, sometimes, yeah, like, all right, a lot of times you, you might do well. But when you're not good, I'm going to tell you, yeah? Mm. I might not shout at you, I'm going to tell you, that was poor, that was terrible. Yeah. You know what I'm going to tell you? When you get older, your coach won't even tell you like this. He's going to be shouting at you. Shouting. He's gonna be shout your own teammate swearing, swearing, swearing shouting. Like, so what are you gonna do then? Are what are you gonna, gonna do then? Are you gonna start crying? Yeah. Right. So I tell him. I said, remember, this is normal. To get criticism is normal. And it's good. It's normal. Do you tell them how to handle criticism? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I've had this chat before. I don't know about you. I've had this chat before. But I say to him, I say to him, like, if someone says this, it doesn't mean that. How can I put it? So we play cars at home, right? Yeah, yeah. And each car. So yours is turtles. Trayvon's yeah, yeah. is cars. Yeah, we 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 play cars, right? And we have the good cars and the bad cars, right? Mm. These Hot Wheels cars, and the good cars are like angels, right? Mm. And you got the bad cars are the bad guys, mm. right? And the bad guys always try and distract the good guys, right? A bit like Thundercats, trying to distract them and make them go off their path yeah, and do the wrong yeah. thing or whatever, whatever. Or they'll say bad things to them. For a reaction. And, 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 and he knows that when we play cars, the, the bad guy car's job is to try and distract the good guys. It's to try and throw them off. So I say to him, you're going to have certain players or certain coaches that are like bad guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Their yeah. job is to try and throw, throw you off. off. Just to throw you off. But, you know but they're just bad guys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the bad guy car. Yeah, yeah. you just you deal with him like this. Yeah. Yeah. How we play, how we play cars. And yeah, he's like, yeah. oh yeah, true, true, Dave. He's just a bad guy. So in his head, it's like, mm, I'm just a bad guy. It's nothing. Your job is to try and distract me. Yeah, Your yeah, job yeah. is to try and throw me off. Yeah, yeah. So it's nothing. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah. So he feels better about it rather than thinking, oh my gosh, am I really terrible? Yeah. Actually, no, you're just a bad guy. Your job is to try and throw me off. Yeah. It doesn't mean anything. Yeah. If that makes sense. So That's I use the cars to, to help him to understand That's that. Good. Yeah. 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 How do we? How do you? Well, Kind of on the same level, but not as deep, mm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. As I said, we just try. He's Normalizing. Say, he's, yeah. Normalizing. He's saying that because he's jealous. Yeah. He knows that he's better, better than. There's not no meaning behind yeah. it. Yeah. They're just trying just, to throw you. Not yeah. to take it too personally. Yeah. yeah. When he first started, a lot of games we played, the other the other team, 
they always used to make fun of his hair. Right. And say, you've got long hair, you're a girl. Yeah, yeah. And I always used to say to him, just like you says, I says, yeah, they're jealous. Mm. They ain't got long hair. They want the long yeah, hair. Yeah, yeah. They're just trying to put you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I said to him the once, I said to him, next time you score, go up to that player. And he did. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what he said, <laughs> but he went up to him. Uh, I remember the game that happened. I think it was the game when they played against Peterborough United. And them, they were cheeky. That? They were cheeky. Proper yeah, cheeky. Yeah. And they were saying stuff to Junior. Yeah, yeah. And Junior, I think he, he took a penalty and he scored it and he's gone up to one kid and he just pushed him, didn't he? In front of the Peterborough parents. <laughs> and what, Peter, they were and right the, in front of and him. And the Peterborough parents went and complained about him, didn't did, they? Did they? Remember, I can remember they went over yeah, to yeah. him. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. But they were being really cheeky. They were proper mouthy. And you know what? I always use Raheem Sterling as a good example to say that he's been through the most criticism of any player I've ever heard on scene in the media, right? And the way I always got better over time and, and dealt with the criticism yeah, yeah. for everything that he does. Turns yeah. the criticism into it's strength. Positive. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, I, and I, I use this analogy, right? Because we, we watched a movie the other day and in the movie, the, the superhero was like, they were firing at him and he was taking the negative energy and just sucking it in and turning it into blue energy and then just using it for his own power. I says to him, when you hear all these fans saying to you, ah, this and that, or if you hear a coach say, ah, you just take that energy in, take the red in, Turn it into blue energy, and you, and then you use that blue energy for your own power, and then make it make like Sterling. You become even better. Yeah. So I use I use the cartoons as analogies, isn't it, yeah, yeah, to help him yeah. to understand like they're just doing it because they're supposed to, mm. for you to get more energy to better yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah. You won't see it as a problem. Yeah. Are oh, you supposed to say that? That's your job to say that. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So that's you know. That's really good. Just, that's it, really. Wow. One thing I always say to Junior as well. <laughs> Especially when he's having a, a bad game, I always say to him, I know you're going to play for England. Yeah. You're going to be the best player mm. that's ever played. Mm. So don't worry about it now. So you speak that yeah. belief in yeah. him. It's good to have I that always belief. say to him, I said, no matter what happens, I know you're going to play for England. Mm. Yeah, yeah. That's awesome. That's affirmation, isn't it? That's and we're it. big on affirmation. That's we're big on affirmation, yeah, yeah. you know. Real big on affirmation. Like, just because that person's saying that yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm telling him that it's gonna happen. Yeah, yeah. And that's putting the belief back in him. The belief is what takes him. And especially when it's coming yeah. from me. Yeah. Yeah, your voice is more powerful exactly. than any Exactly. Yeah. Your voice, man. It's more powerful than any coach. Exactly. Any like scout, or, any Yeah, anything. your voice. And I always use that sometimes when I'm after a game, when I'm telling the negatives. Mm. Mm. I I say to him, Don't worry though. And he will always hear that. He will yeah, remember yeah. that. He will remember yeah, that yeah. every time. Because I watch like I said, I watch these podcasts and there's a lot of players who are on these podcasts that will openly say, when I was at the academy, I got I got released two, three, four, up to five times, yeah? yeah, yeah. Not only that, they'll say, I was I was one of the weakest players at under-16s, mm. yeah? I'll admit it, I was at the bottom of the pile, mm. yeah? But I just had this belief, or someone was telling me, do you know what I mean, to keep going. I have a story about that as well, Ashley Young. Yeah, he was one of the weakest players at Watford. Exactly. He, 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 he admits he, it. He got dropped. But he asked Watford to, to, to train with them. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah to yeah. keep on training to with keep them. Until he finds a new club. But who gave him that mentality to, to ask the club that released him, mm. can I still train at the club? Exactly, exactly. Someone someone put that in his head. Exactly. Probably his dad. <laughs> but you know what happened? He kept training with the team that released him, mm. right? Right? So he didn't play no games, just trained with them. Mm. And he improved, got back into the team, mm. got into the first team. Came See, a first I team. didn't even think that you could just train with... Yeah, but yeah. He, no, no, got released. No, but he, did no, parents no, even know that? No, 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 no. But, but what I'm saying that. is, it probably wasn't a thing, but he asked them. Yeah. So I'm saying, it, because you ask, they can make a way, innit? Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Not only that, not only that, he got into the first team at Watford, right? Mm. But the players who were in his team that were the best players didn't even make it as footballers. They didn't even get pro. He made it as the worst player in the team. Into pro. The, at Watford, then he went to Villa, then he went to Man United, then he went to Italy, became one of the, one of the best midfielders in the country. But he admitted that he was one of the worst players at Watford mm. and the players who were better than him didn't even make it. So, so, all, that, so to all, the, all you parents out there and you little ballers, if you think, because it's not necessarily true, that your ballers aren't the greatest... At the moment. At the moment. They can be. They can be. It's all about their mindset. 
You got you got to work with the mindset. It's not just about the skills and the and the feet. Yeah, it's not. It's, it, I think eighty percent of it. Eighty percent of it is your belief. Eighty percent. Eighty percent of your everything is your belief. And I'm yeah. telling you now. I watch these podcasts. Mm. I can name. Because even the skills you have yeah. and stuff, it starts with a belief. I can name. Well, yeah, because you've got to say, I can do this. I yeah. can do this. Yeah. If, you, if you mess up 10, tw- 10 times, 20 you've times. You've got to keep going. I can do this. Yeah, yeah, it's true. I can name six or seven players right now in the Premier League who openly admitted on their podcast they got released and they were told by the coaches at the club, no you need to get a job because you're not going to make it a footballer. I yeah? Like that. That, in- that include I can't name them all, but Eze was one of them. Ox Chamberlain was one of them. Mm. Um, there's a guy called King Ekong. He plays for Watford. Mm. He got released from Tottenham. Told He was told... Get, get a day job. So even when you're told you're not going to be a by footballer the club. by the by clubs, the, the, the kid it doesn't, still doesn't mean doesn't you're mean not going to be a professional Because no, the yeah. coach at Tottenham told this kid, you're not good enough to play football. And he said that when he heard that, it made him more determined to make to it make as a footballer. It, yeah. So it's how you take it in and what you do with it. 15 years later, he's playing against Tottenham for Watford. Oh, <laughs> what a good feeling that must feel. That must be. Yeah. It's like when teachers say to you, though. Yes. You know, you're never going to make it. You're yeah. going to be the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. You're going to be rubbish at whatever, you know. Yeah. Or I've heard footballers say, their teachers have said, you know, football, that's not a proper job. Yeah. Yeah. And then actually they're driving past them now in the yeah. Range Rovers <laughs> and stuff going, hi, miss. You're right, miss. Okay. So Eze plays for Crystal Palace, right? Mm. He's one of the best wingers in the country. Well, he's one of the top wingers in the country. Mm. Uh, him and Zaha, right? Mm. Eze got released from five academies, four or five academies in London, just within the London area. Mm. Four or five of them. Mm. And then QPR gave him a chance. Now, most kids give up football after the first academy says, we don't want you. Yeah. Most of them go and get a job and think, ah, oh, I can't make it's it. Over. Just forget it. But this yeah. kid went to four other academies... Yeah, right. on trial and was told each time, we don't want you, you're not what we're looking for, not good enough, right. don't like his style. Yeah. Something kept him going. I'd love to know if he, if he had a parent that was pushing him. And well, in the would. podcast, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't specifically say who it was. He just said that he just kept going. Like, well, it was like what I said about my um, cousin's um, thing, and I spoke to my mum about it properly yesterday. And I said to her, why did, you know, he stop playing football? He said because he didn't have a great relationship with his dad at the time and his dad was meant to take him to a pro club and his dad didn't turn up. So that's where his journey ended right. because Aww. he got taken out of the one academy um, and he had a, tri- a trial for the, say, another cad- academy and his dad didn't turn up. Yeah. So that's so it's very important that so these important kids that parents have, have this, you know, the support 80%. of... Even if it's a guardian, you yeah. know, somebody yeah. has got to push yeah. these children to yeah. say, keep going, you. because you are going to have setbacks, yeah. a lot of setbacks. I remember, so I watched a podcast, there's actually a podcast on YouTube right now where they interview parents of kids in academies. Yeah, there is one, there is one. Yeah, in England? Yep, yep, yep. And it's two guys, and they're both scouts. One's a scout for Tottenham and one's another scout. But they know a lot of parents in London whose kids are in academies. And they've interviewed... Paul Merson was on there. Oh, okay. Jamie Redknapp was on there. Mm. They had a kid from Chelsea on there. And it's, it's specifically for parents of kids in academies, right? Mm. And they were... Um, Maybe we should try and get on there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah? Yeah. And they, were, and they were asking parents all these sort of questions, innit, about... Mm. The whole point of their podcast is this. This is the point of the podcast. It's to identify, is there a blueprint? Can you manufacture a kid from birth to be a pro footballer? Mm-hmm. Or is it? Or is it just yeah. he's destined? And they destined, they interview yeah. parents to say, can you manufacture it? Can you make all your kids pros? Because some parents have made all four of their kids pros. Yeah. Yeah, because you see like a chain. Yeah, you see this chain of family where they're all yeah, turned yeah, pro yeah, in it, and you're yeah, thinking, yeah. well, what did that parent do to make? Because at Arsenal right now, there's um Willock, the Willock brothers at Arsenal, right? Willock, yeah, yeah, all yeah. the brothers, pro, all the brothers are pro footballers. So you're thinking, what was his parent doing? Because they said they said that when they were young, yeah, their dad would. Force them to go out and train in the park train, every day. Yeah. So they were forced. They say it wasn't a choice. But then look at most of the sports like Serena and her yeah. Yeah. May- Mayweather, yeah. like yeah. Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Like there was someone there that said, "No, no, no. You're doing. Do- you're doing this yeah. day in, day out. Yeah. It's not a choice because you're going to become this. Like you said, you're going to become this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know what's funny? More time they make it in their profession. 
not just not just make it, they become the top right? of their well, profession. Well, the Villa's got the Ramses. The Ramses brother. Do you sometimes say? And I don't know if most of them know they've got a little younger brother. He's probably about what I would say he's about 14, 15. And we've spoke to him personally, uh, the little, the youngest one. And he said, I love what you know. And I think his, his brothers are his drive as well. Right, because right. He yeah, I was going to say, the, the brothers must be the drive as well. He can see them doing it, you know, and he's so proud of them. So it's making him. And right. he's also at Villa. And look at the Bellingham brothers. Bellingham. So the younger one, Joby. So there is something to be said about Mbappé, being Mbappé as pushy well. as a parent. 100%. But then it doesn't always mean it's going to work out for the other one. Yeah, it might work out for one, but not for the other. Yeah. yeah. So there's still that kind of... But here's what I'd say. There's a higher chance of your kid making it in anything in life, whether he's playing piano, yeah. being a doctor, if you push him in the right way, in the right way, if you basically clear out everything and say, right, you're great at this, just focus on that. Mm. There's a higher chance of him making that profession if you keep him on that path, mm. as opposed to just saying, just do what you want. Yeah, it's just true. Do anything. No, it's true. It's just true. Just, if you keep him on a narrow path, there's a high chance he'll make because all his energy is focused on that mm. one or two things. Mm. Yeah, if you look over time and the patterns of people who've made it, there was a parent who said, no, no, no. You're doing it. You're doing this. You're this. Like you said, you're this. You, yeah. you are this. Yeah, yeah. You are this. Yeah. And because they believe it... You will be there. They will be. Yeah. And then I suppose there's another kind of side of it where a child's been knocked back and they haven't had support from anyone and they've made sure... I am going like you know yeah, like hearing it off the teacher. It I am sure I'm gonna I'm gonna do it. Yeah, because in even in the grassroots where my son plays, his friend, he didn't have his parents there. No support, yeah, yeah. He had another drive that made him want to be professional. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's come from within there. All right, check this now. Yeah, this is this is the ironic thing, right? Especially people in like like the hood and stuff that haven't got money. They they can push themselves because they want to bring their families. Yeah, that's a, that's a reason. And help yeah. their mums and stuff yeah. like that. That's so a they will self motivate. Check this. This is an interesting point, right? That they made on the other podcast. They ask the parents, and quite often it's it's parents who are ex pros, right? Mm. And you heard this one time. He was listening to a player talk, right? And he said, he made it at Crystal Palace as a pro footballer, right? Came through Tottenham's Academy, made it at Palace. But his drive was to help his mum on the estate, right? Mm. So his drive really wasn't football, it was more... It was more to help your It mom. was more about money, financial stability, yeah. Yeah. Right? and a comfortable yeah. lifestyle. Yeah. Rather than just being the greatest footballer. Yeah. I'm making a point here. Fast forward 15 years... His son was in an academy, right? And his son was on the verge of being in and out of the academy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they asked him, so did you push him to keep going? And he was like, nah, I didn't push him. I said, you know, just do what you want. If you want to do this, do that. If you want to play, don't want to play. The minute you say you don't want to go training, you don't go training. And I thought, right, look at that. But he made a point of saying that when he was a kid yeah. and he wanted to quit Tottenham because yeah. they brought in a foreign player and put him on the bench, his mum said, what are you doing? You ain't quitting no football. Yeah. Go to Palace yeah. and go in the academy. Yeah. You'll make it as a footballer. But it's really crazy that he didn't do that for his son. So my point is, yeah. his mum pushed him when he went to quit and he made it as a pro for all 25 years, right? And had a big career. But when he made it yeah. and his son said, I don't want to go training, he was like, ah, all right, don't go. They interviewed another player, another ex-pro, right? I won't name him. And they said to him, the day your kid gets up and says, I don't want to go training, what are you going to do? And he went, he ain't going training. The minute he says, I don't want to go training, he ain't going training. But, but, but when they grew up, their dads were like, you're going training no, five days a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But because their motivation for making it wasn't necessarily football, it was more about other reasons because they've made it now. Yeah. They've got the big house, they've got the big car. So they don't need... They don't have to yeah, push their kids. And then their kids don't sense. need it. But then right. you see that in the music industry as well. Well, yeah. A lot of them see, don't want see. their kids to, to follow their footpath. No, it's not that they don't want them to follow so they're not bothered about them following. Because they're saying they've if you already wanna, done what they've already wanted, done what they, what, what they said if you want to play, play. But if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. That's mm. my point. They, they're very indifferent about it. Mm. That's what it is. They're very like blasé. Whereas when they were growing up, it was like, no, no, just focus on one thing. Mm. It has to be this. And that's why they made it. So, so, so is that the blueprint then? <laughs> well, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know if there's an answer for it. But my point is that mm. a lot of these kids make it because they were dead focused on, on one thing. And they had a voice to tell them when they couldn't be bothered, mm. when they wanted to quit. No, no, you're, you're going to keep doing this because yeah. this is who, this is what you're going to do for the next fifteen. See, if, if if Junior ever came to me and basically said that he didn't want to play football anymore, I would sit him down. You sure this is what you want to do? Find out why. Isn't it? If he doesn't want to play football, he doesn't want to play football. 
But they were saying, but, but, but they asked yeah, yeah. Diff- they were saying he doesn't want to go training on a, on yeah, a, on yeah, a day. Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's completely different. And and the, and the guy said, if you don't go training, he ain't going training. I was thinking, why would you? Yeah, yeah. Why would you be so blase about him yeah, going training? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a different thing you're bringing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. playing football is a different thing, yeah. but not going training though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna allow him to just not go training because he's too. Cause you know just, what I mean? Just because just because they don't want to. Yeah, want to play FIFA. Do you know what I mean? I'm going to my friends tonight, Dad. I'm not going training. Yeah. Do you see my point? This yeah. is where, obviously, in the journey with us, it's going to change when they get to teenagers. When they get to teenagers. How is going to try and bring that, that up, gonna... especially as, as a dad? How is it going to be when Junior is a teenager? I think, I think it depends on the voice that's right by his side and it depends on how focused he is on the things that you're telling him. Yeah. I, yeah, I guarantee 100%. you, I know what it's like. The more you drill into him, his overall long-term focus yeah. is the more likely to say, you know what, Dad, I'm going to... I'm, I'm gonna stay. In, I'm yeah, staying yeah, in tonight. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna go play in the morning. So you don't think like his friends at school could have a big pull on him? No. Hear what I'm saying? As he's growing up, yeah. If you spend more time playing with him than his friends, you're gonna have a way bigger. When you voice. say you, the dad. Yeah. Oh. Whoever, whoever the person is, if you spend yeah. more time with him yeah. growing up, the impact's gonna be. I guarantee yeah. you, yeah, eighty percent he'll listen to you when he's fifteen years old. But if you're that parent that says every day, go out and play with your friends, go out and play with your friends, go out and play with your friends, don't play with me, play with your friends. Mm. His friends become his That's influence. Where the loyalty, the loyalty his loyalty will always be with his friends. But okay. if you play with your kid more mm. and spend more time with your kid right now before the age of 14, when he turns 15 and you say to him, now you're doing this, he's more likely to listen to you because emotionally, mm. yeah? Got that attachment. Got that attachment. And that's just basic psychology, I guarantee you. I think the advantage that like, Junior and Trayvon have got now They've been at academy from a young age, right? So that's all they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that when culture. they when they're growing up, yeah, obviously culture. they're gonna get more advanced. Yeah, and it'll be all they. It'll, it'll be, be a lifestyle, yeah. won't it? It'll yeah. be their lifestyle. It won't yeah. be our lifestyle. This is what academies do now. They bring them in earlier. Yeah. To culturize them. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah. You you are right. Because yeah. I know a kid um, in Leicester who got scouted at like twelve, and it's a culture shock for him. And you know why? He said, "Oh, I've got to eat broccoli." telling me about my diet that says if I have a sweet the day before the game it will affect my oxygen levels before, the next day yeah. and he's and he like but I have some sweets yeah. I don't want to have a chocolate yeah yeah because that's, that's another thing it's diet that's yeah. a massive but, thing but, where if you do it from now mm. and you're homing on it now it's, it's easier for change, them it's not going to be a change be it's normal yeah. Yeah. it's normal life he's saying I've got to have all these proteins and carbs I've got to have this before the game and he's like and he said to me oh the food's boring isn't it yeah but then he's used to having whatever he wanted to up until the age of twelve. So yeah, exactly. it's hard to yeah. change. It's like, like any adults like me. If I try to, if I was to try and do a diet, mm. I ain't sticking to it because I know I've, I can eat. You know, yeah, you, yeah, you, yeah. it's your habits, and it habits, is. Yeah, yeah. You have yeah. to change your way of living. But if it's already in there, yeah. there's no change. There's yeah. a big debate. I know we're gonna go on now, ain't it? There's a, there's, <laughs> got we're wrapping up in a minute, guys. We're wrapping up in a minute. There's a, there's a big. The debate. man them love the chat. No, but there's a, there's, there's a big debate where people say. I see it online because you know you what we follow rising ballers and that yeah, on Instagram. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they put up these posts to say, is it better to let your kid just play grassroots when he's a kid and just let him have fun with grassroots, and then try and get into an academy when he's late? Oh no. Later on. No, no, it's hard to get into academy, is it? Why would you do that? Or do you try and get him in as early as you can, and then culturize him, right? Mm. So he knows the way, and knows the path. Early. Right. Everything is that, that, oh, that's no, no. common sense. To really. you, no, that to you it's common sense because that's your perspective. Oh. I guarantee I've listened to a lot of podcasts, and I'm telling you this now. A lot of pro players, yeah, said that when they was kids growing up, their dad said to their their boy, "You ain't going to academy now. Wait." They got scouted early, six, seven, eight, nine. You ain't going in. You ain't going in. You ain't going in. Because there was a, there was a, there was a perception twenty years ago that academies yeah, ruin right, kids. That's, that's what I was just about to say. That was back then. Yeah, back then. So the older parents had a perception of. Don't go in early. They'll turn you into robots. Because it was all yeah, robots, very, ro- very yeah, robotic. Yeah, very robotic. Yeah, yeah. Not very creative players. Mm. It's changed now. Like, it's all about techiness and skill. Yeah. But back then, it was very robotic. And grassroots kids have more flair and have more fun than academy kids. Because oh. the pressure wasn't there. Because the pressure weren't there. So, there's a lot of people that still believe that you shouldn't push a kid to go in, into an academy because they, they still think that they're going to ruin kids early on. Turn them into these dry, monotonous robots. Just actually, get... they've got a lot of um, a lot of character. Really? A lot of character yeah. Yeah. And it's normalising them to the, the thing. Well, I'm thing. not going to lie. Before, I used to think it, it was a bit harsh mm-hmm. about how they're getting the kids, especially as, as young as five years old, to do this. 
train twice a week, play mm-hmm. a game. Mm-hmm. And at one point, I thought it's too much. Like, mm-hmm. they shouldn't be doing this. And you hear that a lot from parents. Yeah, yeah, 100%. But I suppose it is what it it's is. Yeah. But it's no different from school. Well, if you think yeah, about it, exactly. we make our kids go to school every day from one from from early in the morning exactly. till you know what I'm saying, and we don't think nothing of it. But that's that's what it's like. It's like a school, and that's training them for the future. Exactly. exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So someone did the, did the stats, and they looked at the stats of um, the amount of players that make it coming into the game later, as opposed to ones who have been it from early. And mm. the stats prove that if you come into it from early, there's a higher chance of playing. At some pro level, remember pro yeah, level. Pro level could be could be five league, leagues anywhere in the five yeah, leagues. Yeah, 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 yeah There's yeah. a higher chance of making it at a pro level if you get in there early, as opposed to getting in late. Because most kids can't acclimatize when they get in late. No, it's like anyone. If you're gonna start, it's like me say going into a completely new career now. Mm. I've worked with children for fifteen, well, sixteen years. Mm. If I went into I don't know an office job. I'd be out of sync. It would, I'd do it and I'd mm. probably learn it, mm. but it would take me so much longer mm. than doing something that I know. Yeah. So from the boys doing it from birth, you might as well say, yeah, 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 up yeah. and having that strict regime is yeah. normal to them. And I think they appreciate... I, I always think that kids that have that appreciate it more when they're older. Because they, they... I know I do. When I, if, I, if I have consistency, it's better for me. And you hear on people. On your mental health side as uh, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think consistency is a very good thing. It's a very good character trait. I mean, it might be in everything. It might be hard on us doing all the runs and going mm. here and there and everywhere. But actually, you're very right. It's just much like school. Yeah. So what's the difference? Then I enjoy all that. All that work. All that grafting. I actually get a buzz out of. Mm. I don't see it as a chore at all. And I, I would. I, 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 I did at first, yeah. but now it's more. It's in a jo- enjoyment, and yeah. it's like we've got football and. It, <laughs> Even like my neighbours and stuff, they'll see us get in the taxi and they'll be like, where are you after? I'm like, football. And it's like an excitement as if to say, we're going football, yeah. Like, it's his career. And I would prefer my child doing that than being out on road. I just would. Exactly, that's probably a big thing for it. Especially being boys. Exactly. And black boys. Yeah, even more so. It was kind of different for me. I used to play football. Obviously, my dad has always been there, mm-hmm. but he was never supportive. Yeah. And when I got to about 13, 14, 15, I completely forgot football mm-hmm. and went on my own little path. Yeah, yeah. And again, sometimes it's, yeah. And the same with you, innit? Yeah, same thing. I was told by my coach in London to go trials for West Brom or Birmingham because I was moving from London to Birmingham. Mm-hmm. But because my mindset was never there, I never had no one early to tell me, even to put the idea in my head that I could play pro football or try even get trials. Mm-hmm. When the coach told me that, it didn't mean nothing. I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> I didn't even make any attempt when I got to Birmingham to even try and play. Mm-hmm. I was just out and about. Yeah, yeah. as a dad now, if that keeps him, just like you said, off the road, yeah. that's the benefit. Exactly. Yeah. And that's my drive for it as well. Because my, the that's area big for me. is not great, even when I think of schools. I think... I'm constantly thinking of when Junior goes to secondary school Mm. and the one round here, now no disrespect to anybody that lives around here because, you know, it's good to still have your roadside. It's good to know the road still Mm. because at least then if you're in that situation, you know how to do it street-wise. Yeah, yeah. But I look at the intake of, like, Junior's birth year and who could be going to the potentially the secondary school around here and I think, oh, no, I don't think it's the right thing for him. Yeah, yeah. And I'd love to... It's scary. It is scary. It really is scary and that... That's why I always say, I was speaking to um, a lady the other day and she said, oh, how do you do all this football shit? It must be a nightmare. It was a parent at work. And I said, look, if it keeps him off the streets. And she went, wow, I didn't even think of that. Because mm. her son's a couple years older than Junior. And she went, I didn't even think that. It, it, it might put, you know, it will stop that because he's got that drive yes. and passion for the right direction. thing. Yeah. Do you know how much these kids can learn just from football? Discipline, character, exactly. consistency, mm. getting up at the right time, eating the right foods, yeah. keeping fit, yeah. um, how to handle people, yeah. how to handle cultures, yeah. how to handle rejection, yeah. working as a team. Like, there's That's so much things you can learn. Where even if you, can, you had another career, sorry to cut you, had another career, you know all the principles of success. Do you know what I mean? Mm. My main goal for Junior right now, uh, as, as a seven, eight year old boy at Wolves is to try and push to get a scholarship. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, I know yeah. if he does not make it as a footballer, 
at least he'll have the education. Mm. So, and put it this way, again, round here, he's not going to get that same education. Yeah. So, if, if he does it through Wolves ranks, yeah. and again, better school, really. exactly, better school, that's my main goal right now, mm. is to get him the... Ed- but the school boy offers the next But exactly, thing, exactly. That's the school boy offer. To give him everything that oh, yeah. I didn't get. Yeah. And then whatever happens after that happens. Yeah. This is awesome, guys. You know... <laughs> We've covered so, so much in these two podcasts. In, there, in these in these two podcasts, we've we've covered so much, and we're gonna come back, guys, because so these nice. two guys have got so much more to say, and they've got so know. much information that you know I definitely don't have, and I'm and sure I Nad don't have. Don't have and I hope you've you you've loved listening to it. Um, and we will be back. Thank you, guys. We'll be back. Thank you, guys, for, for tuning thank in. You for dads. Yeah. yeah, thank you, Gavin. Thank yeah. you, Jaden. And we will, we definitely want you on for the racism one. Yeah, because we want loads of opinions. We on do, that, we do. We've got a few other guests coming on for that one as we well. Have, we have. Racism in the industry. So, yeah. What a good. Yeah. Racism just in general. In general, yeah. going to cover a lot. Cover a lot, yeah. But guys, have the have a blessed week and we will see you next week on the next podcast. On the next episode. Of Ballers Mums. Bye. Bye.